Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Here we are. As I record this podcast, we're a little over 60 days left in 2021. Hard to believe, isn't it? The year has passed, and yet for some of us, it's like another one of those, let's just get this done. Let's get this over with. I hope regardless of how you're feeling, that you have some sense of hope coming that 2022 could be different. And I believe it will be different. And as I continue to say, and I'm not the only one using this phrase, I don't believe, but the new now, what's the new now going to be like? What are you believing God for? What are you hoping that he will do not only in your life, but in your ministry life? Today on this episode, I want to talk about creativity. I want to talk about making days count. I want to talk about just some how to wrap up the year with positivity and growth so that you can go into 2022 with that hope and joy and positivity so that you can make a difference in the world and in the ministry that you lead and that you serve. So I hope that you'll dig in on this one. It's not going to be a long episode, um, but uh, I hope that you'll enjoy it. So let's dive into this episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. Let me ask you a question. How are you feeling right now? On a scale of one to 10, one being totally energized, 10 being totally wiped out. I know that's normally the opposite rating, but that's what I'm doing this morning. One, you are totally energized. 10, you're totally tapped out. Where would you say you are? Now, don't cheat and just put yourself at a five. Five is one that you just can't make up your mind and you don't want to commit. Pick something there. Be honest. Be truthful. It's just you and me. Nobody else is going to see this. You know, regardless of where you are, scriptures say that God is always doing new things, that God is always a, a God of restoration. And I know it's been really hard. I was having a conversation uh, via messenger the other day with a really good friend of mine. And they're going through a very hard and challenging season where they are. And it's discouraging. And it's been a long, almost probably feels like a never-ending winter. Um, you know what? I want to encourage everybody, whether you're there or whether you are like, man, life is actually really good right now. And things are just popping. I'm surprised that I can feel this good because you know what? I think sometimes when things go good, we feel guilty right now in this season. It's a really weird new now, but I want to, I want to wipe away all that. And I want to focus in on for the next, this, this last November, December of this year, what can we do to set up next year in a better way? And how can we wrap up this year in a positive way and help people? Because our goal as leaders is to cast vision, even to the children we lead, who can be very discouraged 
And they also could feel like they're on a scale. They're on like a two right now because of going in school and out of school and in school and out of school and still not having everything returned back to what we used to do. So what can we as leaders do to focus our hearts? Well, there's a few things that I need to remind ourselves of. One, again, start with the why. You know, we always start the podcast with why questions. So why do we feel the way we do? Why did we rate the rating that we did? Let's be honest and real with it. If you're hurting and you're still mourning, ask God if, you, if the season is done yet. We've talked about that on other podcast episodes, that there's a time to laugh and a time to cry. There's a time to mourn. There's a time to rejoice, but we don't want to stay there too long. If you're struggling with negative thoughts and you're struggling with negative things, are you ruminating on something that you shouldn't be? Now, rumination is that idea, and it's kind of a gross concept, but it, you get the picture of, of a cow and how they, quote unquote, chew their cud, where they bring something up and they chew on it and chew on it and then swallow it again, and it brings it back up and they chew on it and chew on it. Some of us leaders are like that. We don't want to let something go. And we keep bringing it back up and, and then chewing on it and then push it back down. And we bring it back up, we chew on it, and we let it get, go. You know this happens, and you know that you're vulnerable in this. If, if all of a sudden something of anger or frustration really flashes on you, and you're like, where did that come from? Well, that's because you're ruminating on something that you really shouldn't be, that you really should release. But you have to ask yourself, why? Why do I keep bringing this back up? Why do I keep chewing on this? Why do I keep letting this bring me down? Why do I still feel fearful? Why do I feel like this, the year has been a total loss? <laughs> but then again, on the positive side, asking why. Why did it go so well? What did we do well? How did we execute? Why did it happen? It's a powerful question, but you know what? It's, it's great to understand why so that we can move forward and we can make plans. You should be, whether you're a veteran leader or a new leader, this is the time of year you really need to start mapping out where do you want to go? Where do you want to lead yourself? Where do you want to lead your team? Where do you want to lead your ministry? How will you assist parents in their ministry to their children? What will you do to serve the community in the next year? And again, maybe you need to ask yourself, why are we doing these events? And what could we change? Even if it's going well, what could we break and make better? You know, you don't want to wait for the inspiration fairy to hit you over the head. You want to be inspired from the beginning. And so you need to ask the Holy Spirit, what should we be doing in the next year? I want to encourage you in this season to be actively creative with what you have. Ask yourself, should we be doing some of the same things or should we let go of some things? Instead of ruminating on the same activities every year, maybe it's time to change them. Maybe it's time to do something different and let that activity rest for a season and then bring it back. Maybe it's time to stop a program. You know, you're going to look some of these things and you're going to have to figure out what's the best for the children what's the best for the families 
how can we serve the most with the very best that we have? And again, don't look at anybody else's what they have. Look at what you have. Be grateful for what you have and keep serving. Remember that not everything is going to go well. And some plans are going to fail. And that's okay. Because if you fail, you're learning a way not to do something. But you're also learning a way to do something. I want you to put a positive spin on it. And for some of you, that's going to be hard right now because you're just running in a very cynical, hard season. And I get it. Everybody has them. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just understand that's where you are. And you're going to have to step out of that. Maybe you need to change your pace for a little bit. Maybe you need to take a few days away from everything. I'm getting ready to go this actually this very week while I'm recording this podcast down to a little conference for creatives and entrepreneurs and all sorts of different types of people, but it's called The Thing. And everybody has a thing that they're good at and that they do. And I want to learn how to improve my ministry and service to you, uh, the Kid Ministry Collective community, the Kid Min community in general. I want to learn how to be a better ministry coach. I want to learn how to expand the ministry of restoring leaders so that as we really push out the, the retreats and uh, the, the individual coaching and our online connection groups that we're going to be launching full bore in 2022, uh, I want to learn how to do it right. Uh, and you know what? As, I, as I'm making these plans, the, their plans, they're in some ways, they're not goals. I'm kind of an opposite person. I don't like to set goals, but I do make plans. And my plans, I know it's semantics, are, are my goals. But my plans are there because my plans are going to change. One of the things I've learned in my new now is to be flexible with joy used to say this to my Sunday teams all the time. We're going to be flexible with joy because the pastor may run long. We've got to be flexible with joy. Uh, you may miss something in your bin of your supplies because we just somehow missed it on our double check. Be flexible with joy. Uh, somebody may not show up and be in their room in the right time. We got to be flexible with joy. And, you know, I'm trying to learn that myself. Uh, I've been working on a book called Valleys Over Mountaintops, and it's a guide for people going through hard seasons. It's going to be out soon. And I was hoping to have it out by now only to discover when I got my proof copy that it wasn't laid out properly. And I've got to be flexible with joy. I admit when I first saw it, my heart was sinking and I was upset and angry because I was so close to finishing and I wanted to cross the finish line and say, I've got a book ready to release, but it's going to take a little longer. And God supplying the financial needs and God supplying the right person to help me get it across the finish line. And I'm going to choose to be flexible with joy. But my plan was to have it done by now. Well, my plan's going to adjust. And God willing, it will be done well before the end of this year. And I'll be really ready to release it at the very beginning of 2022. But that's the way it goes, gang. And it's okay. So as you give yourself permission to embrace the season you're in, and then as you look forward, what are you going to make different so that you don't stay where you are? 
I don't want you to ruminate on a one or two or three or four or even a five. I want to know how are you going to plan to move and finish the year at a seven, eight, or nine. I don't think 10 is possible right now. It just isn't. But you know what? I want you to push ahead and I want you to push through. And I want to encourage you that if you're getting stuck, reach out for some help. I know some, some of you feel like I don't need a coach. I, I know how to do all this. Now, I was 20 years into ministry, um, well, really 15 years into ministry when I hired my coach, Jim Weidman. I wished I had not waited so long. I told him that. In fact, I wanted to start with him sooner. I just didn't have the support of my pastor. And so he told me I needed to wait a little longer. And so I waited and finally got into his program. And, and you know what? I learned so much. In fact, I learned that failure is when you give up before you really are finished. Because you see, even if something doesn't work exactly right, it's not a complete failure unless you just quit on it. And sometimes we do that in ministry. We plan stuff. And then if it doesn't start to get momentum, we quit instead of pushing through. Again, I've seen people get discouraged because of their low numbers. And I say, look, be grateful for what you have. Minister to those kids because they will never forget you for what you do. If you blow out for, for even two kids, like you would have done for 50 kids, those two are never going to forget what you've done. But you know what? We have to figure out what are our plans going to be. And then we have to lay them before the feet of Jesus and say, God, you order these steps. I've set out the plans, but God, you order it all together. It's your plan that I want to follow ultimately. You want to know how to move from a one to a six or a seven? <laughs> gather up yourself, gather your tools, get them ready, get them organized. Start to put out your plans on paper and then commit your ways to the Lord and let him lead you. Challenge yourself to get better ideas. Challenge your teams to get a better perspective and say, let's do this. You got to start somewhere. So put a start date down, make out that plan, gather your resources, and then push forward. It's amazing what happens when we, when we push this through. Now, sometimes you are going to have to stop and reevaluate, and that's okay because, again, you're learning, you're growing, but sometimes you just got to jump and learn to fly. You don't always have to be the best at everything. You just have to give God your very best. He takes care of that. So as you put it out there for other people, give it, give it to God. Give him your very best and let him take care of it. But let's be creative. Let's don't be beige <laughs> and play it safe all the time. So many churches are just trying to play it safe. They're having beige church right now. They're not pushing the boundaries. They're not pushing themselves out. They're not embracing why the season is here. In fact, it's just a push to get back to where we were before. And that's not probably where we should be pushing again. I'll say that before I say it again. I want to encourage you that as you, as you ask why, and as you make your plans, 
and as you set your dates, that then you set your course, you set your heart. When you have confirmation from the Lord that your plans are right and correct to start taking the steps to share the vision and move forward. And when fear starts to come, keep putting on the whole armor of God so that you can stand and let God push it forward for you because the battle belongs to the Lord, right? So as you come to the end of the year, do your evaluations. Take a look 360 degrees around you. How did you do on first impressions and follow-up, team building, recruiting, lesson planning, evangelism, service? How'd you do? Evaluate where you are. And then say, okay, God, where, where should we be by the end of next year? If you should wait to return, what's it going to be like a year from now? When we have another podcast on November 1st of 2022, what will I be talking about? I don't know exactly. I've, I've been starting to build some plans for the ministry of what KMC Coaching is going to offer, uh, of what Restoring Leaders is going to offer, of what we're going to, how we want to expand the Kid Ministry Collective community, some things that we're going to do inside the community. Uh, I'm excited. I'm tired, but I'm excited. And that's part of why I'm stepping away for these next few days because I want to get around some insanely creative people, musicians and artists and uh, speakers and travel agents and uh, Disney Imagineers and Disney cast members. Uh, you name it, there's people doing business, uh, computer people, uh, tech people, social media people all sorts of amazing thinkers. And I'm going to be doing some thinking about you and your ministries and how I can serve you. And if I'm not your coach now, I hope at some point, maybe I can at least do some coaching through the podcast uh, or we can partner together in a coaching group. Like I say, there's some exciting things I cannot wait to tell you, but I'm not going to release some of this stuff until maybe in December, we'll start leaking out some of the new things that are coming for the KMC, but we're working on some things and I'm excited about it. And I've got some, some exciting guests that are kind of be coming on the podcast soon. So it won't always be me doing these podcasts, but I want to share these last parting thoughts with you that it's up to us to be creative. It's up to take the resources that God has given us and to realize that we can do amazing things with them, that God wants us to give our very best. So where do you want to go in 2022? Are you thinking big enough? Or are you overthinking? Are you overcomplicating it? Or should you just start it and get it rolling? You know, there's, there's a cost to getting started in things. But what's the cost of staying where you are? What's the cost of getting started? But what's the cost of staying where you are? We've got 60 days left in the new year or old year. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Where do you want to go? Where's the spirit leading you? Write it down. Take bold steps. If you need help, please reach out. I would love to help you.
I would love to encourage you. And if I can't be the right person, again, I have friends that are doing ministry coaching that I would highly recommend for you. You can go to kmccoach.net if you need some help with leadership structures, uh, thinking about growth structures, bouncing ideas. Uh, that's where you go. If you're seriously thinking of quitting or you're considering the fact that you know you're burning out, you're getting real with yourself, that you're more than tired, you're hurting, you need some help, please reach out to restoringleaders.org. Keep watching our website or sign up for our mailing list so that you can be the first to know when our release dates for our, our, our new retreats in the first quarter are going to be and where they're going to be. But there are four-day retreats where you can unplug away from everything. There is no work allowed except for the heart work that you have to do. If I can be of service to you, reach out. If you have questions about any of these things, or if you've got somebody that you would love to hear as a guest of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast, let us know. Comment, uh, leave a review. We would love for some more reviews to hit us so that we can push this algorithm up so more people can hear about the podcast. It's amazing. We are closing in on 75,000 downloads. What an honor that is too. So God bless you. My name is Tom Bump. I'm your friend. I'm here to help and here to serve. If I can do anything for you, let me know. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope it made some sense. I hope it was some encouragement to you. I hope that you will finish this year strong, that you will push through as hard as you can. Give it that last push because God's up to a new thing. It's not over yet, my friends. God's got good things ahead of us. Keep your eyes on him. He's the one that says, peace be still in the middle of the storms. Rest in that. Go into the new year ready to make a difference. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. Stay tuned for another episode real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills and ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.